looking forward to this next guest so much. Really looking forward to this one. Let's get uh, hop straight to yeah. him. Uh, former St Kilda, well, legend, uh, coach for 123 games and as, um, including the 2004 pre-season cup, which was the Wizard Cup. <laughs> and that's Grant Thomas. We say good evening. Good evening. G'day, Grant. Greetings, uh, guys. How are you? Um, uh, very loose uh, use of the word legend there, I might add. But uh, you're very influential. Especially followed up, especially followed up by the Wizard Cup. <laughs> Now, we were speaking to a few um, players uh, um, previous uh, on shows. Last week we spoke to Russell Robertson and I was sort of keen to find out how seriously he took those uh, practice matches. Um, by, the, by the looks of things, you didn't really take too much interest in it. Well, you always, um, when you're out on the ground, um, you always prepare your players to give it everything they've got and everything else. I just don't agree with the pre-season competition, that's all. I just don't think clubs should be playing against each other pre-season. It's relative for all. I think the first time footy fans see uh, their team's play should be round one and we should be uh, kept in salivation waiting for that to occur. I just don't agree with the AFL trying to just add more money by having a Mickey Mouse pre-season competition where uh, players will inevitably go really hard. It pretty much makes a 22-season uh, uh, fixture into 26 games uh, prior to finals, and I just think it's a waste of time. And uh, if I had my cha- my uh, own uh, say in it, I, I just wouldn't be playing in them. Now, Grant, it's uh, was here. That's one thing that uh, I've sort of enjoyed over your time, especially uh, into the media, is that uh, you will say how you're feeling and whilst it's sometimes controversial other times, it's probably what everyone else is thinking, which is, yeah, one thing I've enjoyed, but I just want to talk to you now, you're, you're looking at uh, St Kilda now and uh, possibly sort of throwing up names for uh, ways and, and ways that they can improve, what, what do you think St Kilda needs now to have some success? Um, well, it's a very good question, and without being on the inside, it's hard to understand exactly what they need. Uh, whether it because because I, I, I underpin everything with culture and environment, and if you throw great people into that, you can do amazing things. And uh, so, I would suggest with our uh, up and down performances that there's the leadership is questionable. Uh, um, I would think that's reinforced by the fact that uh, Jaron Geary was kept on another year because uh, the club felt that the leadership wasn't ready for him to move on and uh, Gears has been a great servant and a warrior for a long time for the club but he shouldn't be taking up a spot and uh, he should be uh, uh, out the pasture this year and the fact that they've found a necessity to have him answers that question for me so that's a bit of a concern um, uh, so you know, leadership's a, a main one um, I, I don't know I don't know culturally within the club. I have some concerns around some senior execs there and what their motivations are and what they're trying to actually achieve. As far as I'm concerned, you're either in the premiership business or you're just playing AFL. I just get the feeling St Kilda's happy just playing AFL and they make finals, uh, whoopee-doo, you know, uh, great stuff. Um, but uh, that's not what you're in there for. You're actually in there to win a premiership and I'm not certain that every decision 
and every discussion and every action that they have within that club is based on winning a premiership. I think we've seen in recent years with the Western Bulldogs, uh, Richmond turning it around. Uh, uh, last year, Melbourne, uh, it really um, it reinforces to you that they're, they're damn difficult to win, but you can win them from left field if you uh, have the right the right culture, the right environment, the right people, and um, you set your minds to it. Um, Grant, just well, just on that, is is do you want more involvement internally in the club? Then is that something you're looking at? Hell no! I've had enough. <laughs> I've been there, done that. I've had my time, and um, I'm just um, ha- happy um, sitting in the bleachers and throwing a little bit of shit here and there to keep them honest. But uh, at the end of the day, um, um, you know, it's time for young people, new people. To, to uh, take up the mantle and uh, I'm very, very happy to give St Kilda any advice they want at any point in time on any issue. I'm a very passionate Saints person and uh, as a, you know, I'm, I'm just desperate to see us uh, win a premiership. That's why I went there in the first place, was to deliver sustainable success, to change the brand and change, uh, start to earn some respect within the competition. I think we went a long way to do that and Rossi Lyon kept that going for a while and the last decade, it's been pretty much back to where we started. So uh, um, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's a Grant Thomas thing. It's just a, a, a matter of the right people getting involved and uh, leaving no stone unturned to uh, take the club where it needs to go. And just sort of one more on your, your coaching tenure there. Do you think then uh, you were accepted as an AFL coach given your entry into coaching? It's sort I couldn't of a... give a stuff whether I was or I wasn't. Yeah. I had no interest. I just still don't care. Um, I think it's funny all the all of the discussions around my ability to coach or not coach. And quite frankly, I couldn't give a damn about any of that. Um, it's not not about me. It's about the club. Uh, I happen to be um, put in place as uh, as the coach. I think I did a, a a very good job, supported by a lot of great people around me who all got the don't come Monday with went with me as well. Uh, and um, you know, um, it's very difficult to sort of assess whether or not we would have or we could have. And I'm not interested in that. I'm only interested in the, the go forward stuff. But I've never really been that worried or interested in what people think of me. I mean, I got taught a long time ago that. Uh, um, if something's um, not true, don't worry about it. And if it is true, do something about it. So um, that's where I sit. All right. Now you made you made from there. You made a move into the media, and 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 as I said, it was really good to sort of listen to to your sort of thoughts on everything. What about now? How we hold uh, our players, especially our young players, are we holding them too much to account, or are we have we got the balance right? Yeah, I think so. It's, I mean, it's a highly scrutinised industry. Uh, they've paid a lot of money. They only have a, a short time span in there. You know, on average, probably five, five or six years now. Um, back in the day, you know, 20 years ago, it was only three or four years. So they do have a lot longer because they have more support around them. Um, and um, I, I think the scrutiny is uh, fine. I mean... Uh, sure, um, the social media can get out of hand a bit and that can play uh, uh, on on players' minds and that can have some issues around um, um, mental illness and stuff, which isn't, no one wants any of that, but by the same token, you paid a lot of money, you're in a privileged position, 
you reap all the benefits that come with it. Um, there's very, very few people that are able to play AFL um, from a percentage point of view in sport in Australia. And uh, to that end, you should be held accountable and should be scrutinised and um, stand up to whatever it is. And hopefully the people around you, whether it's your teammates, whether it's a club, uh, whether uh, the leadership or, or the, or the um, um, uh, executive with the running the club are, are there to provide the guidance and um, mentoring to ensure that you can overcome any of that uh, crap that you uh, that might otherwise bother uh, some people in the media. Now, you, you, you obviously coached a lot of great footballers at the Saints during your time, uh, through 123 games uh, coaching. Uh, one of them was... They weren't great when they started. <laughs> they, they certainly weren't. One of them, though, it fascinates um, a lot of people was Fraser Gehrig. Um, tell us, what was it like coaching him? And if, if you needed to give him a stern word, um, was he ever forthcoming with, a, with another quip or maybe an angry face? Look, I'll probably get on with the G train better now than I ever have, and um, we've you know, come to uh, love each other. Um, we had a uh, probably a, um, a love-hate relationship back in the day. Uh, he was a little bit anti anti um, establishment. Uh, didn't didn't like it. Didn't like um, um, being told what to do too much. Uh, had his very strong views on certain things and um, but I tell you when Fraser had his mind on the job and he was focused um, he there was was I, I don't think there was a more powerful more intimidating player in the competition at that stage because I remember seeing two and three players playing on him on a regular basis and he would uh, would handle them all quite comfortably but then again if uh, he didn't have his mind on the job and he um, uh, wasn't that interested on any given day, well, you know, uh, he, he would be the first to admit he might as well not have been on the ground. You might as well take him off, which we did a few times. But pretty early, in the, probably after a couple of years of coaching phrase, I we sat down and um, had, a, had a long and deep chat uh, in Brighton one day that turned it into a night and maybe even back in the following morning. <laughs> it might have involved... Uh, it might have involved a fair few beers, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we we sort of got a, a, a very strong mutual understanding about what we're about, and from then on we were we we're pretty pretty good with each other. And um, uh, but I've got uh, a great respect for him; he's a fantastic uh, father and husband and um, a family man. And uh, yeah, we get on great now. Oh, that's brilliant! And was was he one of the best you coached? I mean, obviously Harvey, and uh, you would have had Rewalt and a few. Others, Burke, perhaps was uh, was he was he one of the best, or who was the best that, in your eyes, that you coached? Oh, yeah, Fraser Fra- Fra- was definitely one of the better players, as was Nick and 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 the like. But um, you know, they, like all on their day, they, they, we had we had some very good players. But you know, I also like uh, the less less um, uh, known players, like. You know, Matty Maguire, who was uh, snapped his leg and was never the same player after that. But uh, uh, Goose was a, a fantastic player, and um, you know, um, uh, Brett Boss um, used to play half back and didn't have a lot of recognition under his um, superstar brother. But gee whiz, uh, from a courage and mm. commitment point of view, he was unbelievable. He used to scare a lot of us with the courage he displayed, and. Uh, you know, people like Jason Blake happened to manfully uh, take the ruck and 
at six foot three or four and uh, did a fantastic job for us because we didn't have um, what I'd consider to be elite ruckman um, uh, at the club at the time. Uh, Stevie Baker was a young, uh, hard, tough guy that would do anything for you and get a job done. Um, Stevie Powell, great leader, not not uh, a superstar player, but a great leader within the St Kilda Footy Club and mentoring for younger players. And um, he, he was a, f- a tremendous uh, uh, player for us as well. So, you know, it takes all types, and we had all types, and that's what makes a great team. Uh, Grant, I've got some, uh, and I, I, I did this, started this actually with Aussie Jones. Um, I call it a five for five, sort of five quick questions, uh, a bit of word association. Um, so if you're up for it, we'll start off. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we just got a little bit of this, but uh, number one, Fraser Garrick or Justin Kaziski, uh, if you are recruiting them now? Kiwi Train. Two train. Oh. train. Yeah. Uh, question two: Who really runs a footy club? Whoever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most ruthless person in footy that you've come across? Myself. <laughs> uh, what will be the June headline this year? Umpires. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And I did this with Ozzy. I think we spoke off air. Yes. St Kilda will win a flag in 2000 and... Uh, 2030. Oh. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah. Well, that's a 90... That's yeah, 66 years earlier than his prediction. Well, I'm, I'm just... Um, I'll, be, I'll be one step out of the grave in 2030, probably. So. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see one before I die. Yeah, I think, uh, I think St Kilda uh, would be the next one that most... The drought, yes. Yeah, that need to break that drought. I'm a North man, so yeah. I'm hoping just for some consistency, but uh, I think St Kilda are due for one. Yeah, and... Sounds, uh, like, sounds like you've got a very good coach, uh, Noble. I like him. I like what he says, and I like the changes he's made. No, actually, I was about to ask you that. Do you, do you see a club that sort of outside St Kilda, do you think that's, yeah, getting it right and, and maybe sort of going in the right direction like that? Yeah, well, um, Noble is one. I think North are definitely heading in the right direction. They probably don't have the personnel yet, but I, I reckon that uh, their processes and coaching and the way they go about it's really good. It looks like Collingwood with McRae uh, uh, have got this new um, fancy uh, idea of playing footy. It's about it's about attacking and, and putting scoreboard pressure on and, and uh, you know, whilst you defend, uh, and that how, that's very important, but they're actually looking to kick goals, which is just a, an amazing thing. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works with some of these robots running around minding grass in defence, um, <laughs> see if they can cut through them. But uh, that'll be an interesting watch, I think, Collingwood as well. So a couple of those new coaches will do well. I reckon Bossy's going to do very well at Carlton also. So, um, you know, I think there's a couple of clubs, a few clubs that could be on the move. What advice would you give to McRae then um, as first uh, run at coaching? Um, what, what would you say to him as his first message to be the best that he can be? Don't listen to too many people. Back your vision, back your strategy, back yourself and just uh, put your head down and uh, take no prisoners. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a great way to... Uh get into that coaching one and speaking on that coaching one uh, there's been a bit of talk today about Daisy Pierce getting in, involved with Geelong uh, thoughts on a female potentially taking on a head coaching role down the track uh, at an AFL club 
I think it's outstanding. I couldn't care whether you're a male or female. Or coaching, management, it's all it's all the same. Um, both uh, have um, both uh, sexes have uh, uh, qualities, and uh, women are much better at certain things than men. And and um, uh, I I think we need to break the damn wall sooner or later. And what better person to do it than Daisy? She's uh, an outstanding commentator. So uh, I think that uh, um, she'll do a great job. And why not? You know, good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, just this week, we got announced that Tasmania are looking to build a stadium, or in Hobart. Uh, would you be all for a Tasmanian team? Hundred percent. Should have happened five years ago. Right, right, there yeah. you go. There you go. Very good. Hey, Grant, we'll leave it there, mate. But uh, it's been great to chat and uh, get your thoughts on a few things, buddy. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely stay in touch and hopefully get you on later in the year. Love to, guys. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Not Grant. a problem, Grant Thomas, ex and killed a coach, 123 games, and also playing career 72 games with the Saints. He played seven at North. He's a former yeah. kangaroo. I just, I, I just enjoy the way he speaks. Yes, I. You learn because things. It's, because it's just... It's no... It's blunt and yep. it's... No BS. No. And, yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, if you're a player, you, uh, you'd know where you stood pretty well. Yep. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah.